This is an Allers English podcast, episode 1734. I bet this episode will improve your English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In today's episode, we share the difference between I bet and you bet so that you can use these to sound more native and natural. Listen in for a fun discussion and find out whether Lindsay and Aubrey are gamblers or not. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Aubrey, I'm excited to hear your voice on the show. This is great. I know, it's so fun. I love coming over to the All Ears English podcast, and I think I'm going to be on here a little more. Yes. So that's fun. Yeah, guys, you're going to hear Aubrey's voice a lot more this spring and into the summer. So we're really excited to have you on the show here. And just so our listeners know, where are you? Where do you live in the world? Where are you based, Aubrey, just in case we have any new listeners who haven't met you before? Yes, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, the Sunshine State. It's always sunny here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. And yeah, I've, I've lived here for most of my life. I grew up in Idaho, lived in New York City for a while while I was doing mm-hmm. my master's degree in ESL. Um, yes. But since then, yeah, I've been in Arizona here with my family. I have four kids. So wow. nice to meet you, listeners, if um, yeah. my voice is new for you. Yeah, this is great. And we're going to circle back quite a lot to New York City because you and I share that as a common experience. We Mm -hmm. both lived in New York City and Michelle lives in New York City. So guys, we love to talk about the big city and we will definitely come back to that. But today, uh, Aubrey, I almost said Michelle, I've got (laughs) to... I'm not offended. That's probably going to happen. (laughs) going to happen. It's going to happen. Should we do a little role play to um, open up our episode? Sure, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you can share with our listeners what we're discussing today. You bet I can. We're talking about the difference between the expressions I bet and you bet, because we're answering a very interesting listener question. Yes. And this question is from Zhao Junju. And I know Zhao Junju has asked questions in the past. So this is a repeat questioner. (laughs) Nice. I love that. Yeah. We appreciate your questions, guys. Send your questions to lindsay at allearsenglish.com. We love to feature your questions on the show. Aubrey, would you read the question? Yes. It's, would you be able to address the difference between I bet and you bet someday? Thank you a lot. I love to get thanked in advance. I think that's so polite. (laughs) Exactly. I love it. So have we covered anything like this before? 
Yes. In episode 859, we talked about you bet. And mm-hmm. just to quickly review, we shared a lot of synonyms for that, right? No doubt. Absolutely. Guaranteed. There's so many things that we can say that mean the same thing as you bet, where you're just agreeing with someone. Yeah. And I just want to mention before we go into these other things, another way of, you know, using you bet, right, is to, you know, this idea of 100%. I actually said that this mm. morning um, because I, we had a snowstorm last night and we had about six inches of snow and I jumped on it early, went out there and shoveled for like our whole unit, right? And my neighbor said, oh, thanks again for shoveling this morning. Oh. And I said, yeah, 100%, no problem. You know, so these are ways of saying anytime, right? I'm happy to do it and you can be sure that I'll do it next time, right? It's like assuring someone. Exactly. That's the function. Mm -hmm. I think about the text. You'll see someone text just the number 100 100%. or the emoji that looks mm -hmm. like 100. Same thing, oh, right? Yeah. You're just saying... 100% meaning like, yep, you can bet on it. You yes. Bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is a really good connection skill. And we're going to move on to other things today. But to be able to assure someone that you will do something, you'll, you, you'll do your duty, right? You'll take mm -hmm. care of things. That's really nice. And building connections with neighbors, with people around you. Right, yes. Aubrey? And I think it's good to keep in mind, this is a very, has a very positive, friendly feeling, right? Yes. You're never going to be like 100% when you're mad no. that you had to do something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Friendly, positive, uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, ensuring someone, right, of something or offering a good service or doing yep. something you should do, right? Exactly. And then we did talk about I bet in mm -hmm. episode 715, but it was in a bit of a different context where we're sharing the difference between I bet and I imagine. So definitely yes. check that one out. But today we're going to really answer this question specifically with the difference between you bet and I I bet, which I imagine we have listeners out there thinking these have the same meaning, don't they? You would think they would be similar meanings, but they're actually different. Well, that's why on this show, we love to go into the nuances of English, mm -hmm. right? And we're going to, you know, we provide stories. We're going to tell you guys stories from our own lives and where these come up in our own lives. So you're getting real English here, 100%. So yeah, they're not the same, right? Exactly, right? So I bet really means, you know, I think or I'm sure, okay. like 100%, like I, I'm going to do this 100% chance of that happening. Mm -hmm. But I like to think about gambling to remember because really that's where <laughs> it comes from, right? If you're betting when you place a bet, you think that you definitely will win or you're sure you will win. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me that this is the example you brought up because I know you're <laughs> super into games. You're, aren't you writing a whole book about games? I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm writing a book about game instructions. I'm, I'm in That's the proofreading phase, but I love it. here's what's fascinating. I do love games. I love playing games, but I cannot gamble. I am okay. not a risk taker. I'm, it's way too scary for me to potentially lose money. I've only gambled one time in my life at an actual casino and oh. it was a $20 minimum bet. And so I put 20 on one and then I won. It was just blackjack 21. Yeah. And uh -huh. so I doubled my money and I immediately cashed out because I was too afraid of <laughs> losing. That. That's hilarious. I think I everyone at the table thought I was so silly, but I didn't want to lose. No, I think that's good. Interesting. So you like games, but not so much risking money exactly. or risking something. I yeah, like that. What about you? Do you gamble? Mm, I'm not a gambler. I've been to Vegas once and I was too young to gamble when I went. I was mm. like 20. So we stayed in the hotel, the MGM Grand, you know, did the whole experience, the restaurants, but didn't gamble. Although... 
uh, once I was around a friend who did win $500 in a Ooh. slot machine. So that was wow. kind of cool. Was it so back when coins would shoot out or was it, it just was like... dollar bill? It was like oh, dollars, tens, awesome. you know, things like that. That was cool. And so it, it was actually a casino on the East Coast and we all, we okay. were staying in a hotel, four of us girls. And we went to the hotel room and like threw the money around, had that whole... <laughs> You That's know, amazing. That kind of thing. That was fun. I have a photo of her just like uh, in this jacket, just throwing dollar bills up and down. But, but that being said, I'm not, I don't, I don't play cards in general and I definitely don't gamble. So but, is it the same for me where you don't like the risk taking or is there something else involved there? No, I like taking risks. So, okay. I mean, in a way, running a business is a big risk. That's true. Um, you know, we invest a lot in building new things, new apps, new technology, time, money, big money on the line, right? Sometimes. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. and that kind of risk I do like because it feels like we can control the results. Um, that's the kind of risk I would much rather take rather than just playing kind of a game. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's oh, a for different sure. approach. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of gamblers who would argue that, you know, some some things like, you know, um, slot machines or certain games yeah. are all chance, all whereas luck. poker, for example, takes a lot yes. of skill being sure. able to bluff and play the table. So it kind of depends, but I couldn't, I can't do any of it, whether I feel like I have <laughs> control or not. I just don't like the risk, right? I mean, it's a good thing. The important thing is knowing yourself, you know? Yeah, I mean? especially knowing. where I live so close to Vegas. It's just a you few do. hours drive away. I've been there a million times, but I'm like you. I go for the hotels and the food and the fun. Not the shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, in the West where you live, there's a lot of casinos, not just Vegas. I mean, the West is kind of littered with casinos all over the place. I think they're oh, kind yeah. of depressing places in a way. I don't like to go in them. They're always dark in the middle of the day. And ugh. I know, right? There are, they're everywhere here. Um, it's legal in Arizona for them to be on reservations. So mm -hmm. on the Native American reservations, there's lots and lots of casinos and that's a big cash cow for them. Lots and lots of cash income cow. for them. Yeah, that's By the a way, good idiom. It's a great expression for the app, guys. You know, on the app, yes. we do highlight the important words you want to remember from an episode and cash cow. What's a cash cow, Aubrey? Yeah, it means a big source of income. Mm -hmm. So for example, casinos, if you have investment property, like rentals, it might mm -hmm. just be a cash cow if yes. it's just making you money and not costing you much. Yeah, love it. So good. Good example. Okay, so what's next, Aubrey? Well, we want to share another idiom here, which is very similar to just saying you bet. And this mm -hmm. is that something is a sure thing. So mm -hmm. thinking about gambling, right? Do you want to place a bet on a sure thing? If people bet on like horse racing, the mm -hmm. horse they think they'll win, they'll call them a sure thing. It means it's a <laughs> given. It's something that's sure to win. Right, right, right. That, there's that expression I always think of, the house always wins or something like that. And so, you know, is it true? I wonder, you know, I know when, right? Mm -hmm. Who knows? That's why I'm like, I'm not going to risk it. I feel like I'm not going to win. But this is such an interesting idiom because not only we do, do we call something a yeah, sure, sure thing, meaning mm -hmm. it's definitely going to happen. We use this another way that is has the exact same meaning as you bet. Ooh. We just say sure thing, meaning okay. yes, I'm going to do that, right? You mm. bet 100% I'll get that done. We just say those two words, sure thing. Do you use that, Lindsay? Mm -hmm. I do. And going back to the example I used earlier this morning when my neighbor said, hey, thanks for shoveling this morning. I could have said, sure thing, mm -hmm. right? Sure exactly. thing. That's, again, ensuring or guaranteeing that you're happy to help or you're going to deliver on something. So yes. just to make sure our listeners are clear of the difference, 
Version one is it's a sure thing or a sure thing, right? Mm-hmm. Again, what does that mean, Aubrey? Just to Means be clear. A given, something that is definitely going to happen. Okay. And then sure thing as an expression means what? The same as you bet, meaning yeah. 100% I will get that done. I love it. I love and it. How <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say this would be such a useful idiom for the IELTS exam. Yes. If any of you out there are studying for IELTS, you know that you need idiomatic language to get a seven mm-hmm. or higher on your vocabulary score. And this would be a great one because so many answers on the speaking um, test, you could squeeze this in. Yes. If you're asked for your opinion, you could say, sure thing. I feel like blah, blah, blah. Cause you're just saying like, yep, yes. I'm definitely going to answer that question. You want yes. idioms that are useful for lots of different questions. Exactly. And, you know, there's a way to be very, very strategic on IELTS, right, Aubrey, when you insert phrases like this that Mm -hmm. you know are guaranteed to increase your score, right? It's not all about playing defense on the IELTS exam. It's playing offense, throwing these things in, and you know it's going to shoot your score up. So I love it. And where can our listeners learn more about IELTS? Yes, Jessica and I have, um, you know, we're there on the IELTS Energy podcast, two Mm -hmm. episodes every week. So make sure to subscribe to that podcast if you're studying for IELTS or just if you want to learn a lot of great vocabulary and idioms. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like for that exam, you don't want to memorize thousands of idioms. You need to learn a few that are helpful and you could definitely use on IELTS. And it's the same thing for everybody else learning English. Instead of learning lists and lists of idioms, mm-hmm. you want to maybe learn two or three a day max. Yes. Like you can with the app and actually learn it in context in yes. an example sentence so that you can actually use it. I know, I know, exactly. Having Being a little smarter about how we learn vocabulary right. is the key yes. here. Right, Aubrey? I love exactly. it. I love it. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. And then I want to make a note here. Um, Often you'll hear someone say, I'll bet, right? Yeah. Like, Mm. I will bet. Yeah. It's sort of geographic. Interesting. Tell me more. Some people will say, I bet. Some will say, I'll bet. And you just need to know that there's no difference. We use them interchangeably. Do you hear both, Lindsay? I do sometimes. But how is it geographic? Are you seeing, are you talking about East Coast, West Coast, one group or middle of the country, rural, urban? I mean, how, how does it break down in terms of our country? Like people using Mm. I bet versus all bet. That's a good question. In the Northwest, at least in Idaho, you hear I'll bet a lot, right? If you, you're just going to say something that might be a little surprising, then someone would answer, I'll bet. Like, Ah. oh, I can imagine that would happen. I bet. But they could also say, I bet. And it means the same thing. Sometimes I wonder if like more rural area, Idaho is definitely a rural area, oh, right? Yes, for sure. More rural areas say more because they have more time in their day. <laughs> mm. oh, <laughs> that's that an interesting sense? thought. Yes. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> we yeah, have yeah. The time. yeah. There's time to say aisle instead of just I bet. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a theory, but maybe that's part of it. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'd be curious um, in the South. I haven't ever lived in the South, but I'm wondering which you would hear more Mm. there as well. It'd be interesting to know. Yeah. We've done a couple great episodes interviewing people from the South, Southern English, but we should do more. I love that idea. And I love that accent. Honestly, I love the kind of the Southern drawl sometimes we'll call it maybe because we have a little more time to say things a little more slowly or drawn out, but I find it pretty beautiful actually. It's beautiful. And actually, there's so many different Southern accents, too. When we were in Munich in Germany, we actually had we booked a tour through Airbnb and our tour guide was from ironically from New Orleans. Um, And he had lived in Germany for like 20 years He's an American guy, but kind of German at the same time. And he had a New Orleans accent, which is so different from Virginia, North Carolina. It's so different. Um, Very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And beautiful at the same time. Just so different. So maybe we'll have to get someone on the show from New Orleans. Oh, that would be awesome. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a role play to share some of these in context. Okay. And here then we go. we'll go over it after. I'll start. <laughs> I bet you can't guess what I'm thinking. I bet I can. I'll <laughs> bet you're thinking about food. You know me too well. Can <laughs> you guess what food I'm thinking of though? Oh, sure thing. Let's see. Are you thinking about pasta? That's a really good guess because I feel like I think about pasta a lot. I crave it all the time. Oh, yeah? Do you eat it often? Not really. It's pretty heavy, but so delicious. Okay, try again. I bet you can get it. You bet. I bet you're thinking about chocolate. Yes, good guess. (laughs) I think about chocolate a lot, too. That guess was basically a sure thing since most people like chocolate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say probably 90% of the people would say they think about chocolate. <laughs> uh, at least think? once a day, right? If someone says, oh, guess what food I'm thinking about, I would probably always guess chocolate. <laughs> oh, for sure. Or cheese. Cheese. Don't yes. forget about cheese. People right. love cheese. I oh my know. Gosh. I love cheese. <laughs> okay, let's go right. over this. So very first, I said, I bet you can't guess what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. which and just then. means I think, right? I, I think, think you can't guess, but mm-hmm. way more native and natural. Yeah. I think you Instead can. of also, saying I think. Yeah. And and I think even though it means the same thing, I think you can't guess what I'm thinking wouldn't work here. It just wouldn't. That's it wouldn't true. work. The repetition, the, repetition of think sounds funny. It It's weird. Yeah. And also, I bet it's kind of challenging me. There's an essence mm-hmm. of a game and we're talking about games today. So that makes total sense. I bet. Right. There's an essence of mystery and a game here. Yes. I'm going to guess what you're thinking. So that's the difference. Right. That's right. Exactly. And then you said, I bet I can, which again, like mm-hmm. you said, there's a game here. It's very playful. And the intonation is clear that it's playful. I bet I can. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I go for the Idaho style. Right. Yes. I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet you're thinking about food. And I think I would tend to say, I bet again. Mm. I wouldn't say I'll bet. It just takes too long for me to say that. And I speak relatively quickly, mm-hmm. but certainly some people would. Say, yeah. And I'll it's the bet. same meaning, right? Interchangeable. Yes. You'll hear both. Neither is mm-hmm. wrong. Right. But yeah. You're maybe because that's more what you hear and it's quicker. Yes. And depending on um, our accent or how we speak, it might feel strange to someone to say I'll bet. I agree. Totally. And then the next one, I said, sure thing. And I'm hearing this more and more. I kind of thought this had gone out of style with the 70s or the 80s, but I'm hearing sure thing more and more. It's really interesting. I do. I hear it a lot too. I think maybe that also depends on where you are, but I think the younger generation is picking it up again and starting to say sure thing. Uh, We should do some more episodes in the future, Aubrey, about how certain things that have come back around, trends Mm, that have come back around. (laughs) I have a teenager, so I'm uh, I'm very aware of some of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What did you say next? 
Okay, so then I said, I bet you can get it. So this mm. is like a great way to encourage someone, right? At this yep. point, you've made an incorrect guess and maybe you'd want to stop the game, but I want to keep going. So I say, try again. I bet you can get it. All right. And then I said, you bet. So that means I'm going, I'm going to accept your challenge. I'm going to say, right. it basically means I'm saying yes. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Right? And then you said, you bet. I, I bet, bet mm-hmm. you're thinking about chocolate. So yes. again, right? And you will hear this. Sometimes when we do these role plays, I think, okay, guys, we're intentionally using this over yeah. and over to give you context. This mm-hmm. one doesn't sound strange to me. I feel like this is something I, that we would use multiple times in a conversation like this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think you're, yeah, because these are tiny little things that we interject and they give context to the situation. Hey, it's a game we're playing. We're having a fun little mental game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to read your mind, right? Um, and then the last thing you said was, was that guess was basically a sure thing, right? A sure thing, as opposed to earlier, we said sure thing, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is that different meaning where it means a given, something that is a really good guess or definitely right, right? That guess was basically a sure thing because people think about chocolate a lot. Of course, chocolate and cheese. (laughs) I love it. So Aubrey, what's the takeaway for our listeners today? We've really gone into some nuanced English. Yeah, definitely. And natives definitely use both I bet and you bet all the time. So Mm -hmm. you should definitely use them too to sound more native and natural. And you want to make sure that you understand the nuance, the differences, because these are, they will sound off if we use them just a little bit wrong. Yeah. And I think absolutely understanding the context that you're in in that moment with a native speaker. We're Mm -hmm. playing a game here in this role play. And so I'm going to use the proper language to mirror that fact, the mystery, the game, the fun of it, right? So we want to make sure we use the right language for the context of the situation. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. So with today's examples and this role play, you guys can be confident that you're using them correctly. And I bet you'll have a chance to use one very soon. Yeah. Oh, good ending. I like it. (laughs) All right, Aubrey, thanks for being on the show today. And we'll see you very soon soon. Yes. See you, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.